Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back to Inbound Sales Journey, episode number 76. Ryan Herman is joining me on the line, what, and what? we're going to be talking about how to conduct agency salesperson performance reviews thrilling subject i know so last week episode 75 we hit on sales reporting we asked you guys some questions we shared some of the things that were important to us as we look at how to set up and manage sales reporting at your agency so now based on that reporting what does a salesperson sales rep performance review look like what should that look like we have some thoughts i'm sure we have some questions for you we'd love to hear your thoughts ryan how frequently should you uh, review, do a performance review with your salesperson? Uh, my thoughts are this. The first year that you bring someone on, it should be more frequent uh, than the, the subsequent years. So I would consider biannual is probably the most common. What I would recommend, even quarterly, wouldn't be a terrible idea. And, and the reason is that you want to kind of focus on this more that first year that's that that stressful point where people are still learning, they're still coming on, trying to figure out how they're doing. And my idea of a performance review might be different than other people's idea, which I'll get into in this episode. But uh, but I would say the short answer, Gray, would be biannually, year one, and then you can move to annually if you'd like year year two, three, four, five, a hundred. You know, however long they're working there, hundred would be pretty excessive. And uh, that sounds like that would be quite a gap there. <laughs> Ryan, what are the things that uh, that are important to you? Well, I guess first of all, let's let's keep talking about frequency real quickly. What should conversations look like? I mean, six months is a long time to go in an agency world mm-hmm. without having a conversation, 12 months especially. So what do you want to see in terms of reporting or intentional conversations about how things are going? The salesperson having some kind of feedback. Um, is that like quarterly meetings in addition to that or monthly meetings? What uh, what do you see in addition to – because I, I, obviously performance reviews I think people think of as being relatively formal and happening right. on an annual basis. But that can't be the only form of feedback here. So what uh, – what do you like to see from agencies who you've worked with um, and obviously on the Guava Box side in terms of that feedback cycle and what should be happening that's semi, at least semi-formal in terms of reviewing performance? Yeah. Well, you segued perfectly into it. So the reason that I like biannually the first year and then annually the years after is because these are going to be, when we talk about performance reviews, these are going to be your more formal sit-downs. Uh, where we really talk about kind of the numbers, where people are at, how we're hitting quota, those types of things. But this shouldn't be the only time people are getting feedback or that you're having these conversations, uh, you know, with these team members and kind of checking in and seeing where everyone's at. Um, these should be done uh, even weekly. So this is kind of how I view it. Weekly, if you guys can get together, hey, what deals are you working on? What can I help you with? What what type of situations are we looking at here? Monthly. After So after you have your four weeks, once a month, sit down for a little bit longer. Hey, how'd this month go for you? How are you feeling with this? 
Um, you know, how can we help you more? That type of thing. Quarterly, uh, I think that one good idea, Gray, might be some sort of quarterly bonus system. And we won't get into exactly what that looks like right now, but kind of a, a quarter review. Okay, you know, we have a larger sample size now. You know, people are going to have bad months. The, the best people are going to have bad months. Uh, they're also going to have great months. And a lot of times, hopefully, that, that balances out over the, the course of a quarter, uh, but a chance to sit down quarterly and just have, again, these are a little bit more informal meetings. These are things that should be happening. The performance reviews are really kind of that big formal, like this is what, uh, where we're going to sit down and kind of look at a, a year, a, a large, the largest sample size, a year or half of a year in that, that first year. And uh, and really sit down and have like a, a little bit more of a serious, lengthy conversation. And it's not just about numbers in these performance reviews. Uh, so a big thing uh, that that makes a salesperson uh, happy is not just making a lot of money and selling a lot of things. Uh, it's feeling like other people are acknowledging that they are making a lot of money and <laughs> selling a lot of things, and that it's good for the business, and that people are are happy with their their overall performance. So these performance reviews shouldn't be something where people are like dreading going to them. How am I going to do? They should have a sense uh, monthly and quarterly how they're doing already and know that. But this is really a chance for you to sit down and and explain to this employee how valuable they are but then talk about what they could potentially uh, work on. So like when I've had in the corporate world, Gray, uh, these performance reviews, it's not necessarily are you meeting quota and how are you selling and that type of thing. It's more like, okay, personally, this is what you could improve upon. So as I look at the sales process, this is what you're really strong at. You know, you're, you're really good at building rapport and you're really good at establishing that, you know, uh, that connection what you could uh, work on maybe is kind of digging in deeper uh, with some of these questions when you're really trying to figure out the needs of a prospect and giving some like ex- like uh, specific examples. And that's what I think is, is most important uh, with these performance reviews. Numbers should be gone over monthly, quarterly, and you can sum that up and definitely hit on that in the performance review, but it's more a critique and uh, how can I help come alongside you to make you better at your job on these performance reviews with, uh, I think you should have is a, hopefully a lot of praise for that person as well. Make them feel important, make them feel special at the agency. Hey, you know, we're been really impressed about that. You've been able to, you know, X, Y, and Z. Uh, and we're so happy that you're here and things. And I think that that goes a long way with just that appreciation and, and verbally telling people that I think it's easy to assume that people know, Hey, this person's selling well, we must know that he's, you know, he's valuable and that we like him and all this stuff. But if you're not saying it to him and you're just assuming that, uh, you have no idea really how that person is, is feeling. So trying to pull out some of that honesty uh, during these more formal uh, times. Yeah. I think there's a whole other episode here, Ryan, that we should uh, – I think it would be helpful is like how do you deal with – and this might be a good one to bring on a guest for, maybe maybe a couple of guests for, folks who've worked with – because I mean on our side of things like Timmer and I sold for quite a while in the glove box space without a salesperson – um, you've come on board, but, but we haven't had, it's never been to the point where we've had, you know, three or four salespeople at any one time who are, um, selling stuff and we haven't, we haven't gone through enough people to have a lot of these hard conversations of like, how are you, I guess how to coach somebody who's not hitting that goal. Um, 
And how do you have a conversation? When do you make the decision to cut a salesperson? When do you make the decision to try and coach them and help them get there? But I think that you get to that annual review. You're not really that happy with what happened revenue-wise. Um, how do you make that decision, think through that process, and then have a conversation? I mean, those are the, the most challenging conversations to have is um, especially somebody who's worked hard, but the results just aren't there. Um to try and try and have those conversations. That might be something that would be helpful to bring on a guest for in the future that I just was thinking through as you were walking through, through this. But, um, but I think that's helpful to just kind of go through what you would cover. Is there anything else, um, from your perspective as someone who's, who has been the salesperson? So from that side of the table, Mm -hmm. the performance reviews that, that you would want to cover in that? Well, I think it's good to know, as a sales manager or as an agency owner uh, dealing with people, really what what are the person's strengths and weaknesses? And the best way to do that uh, is by kind of watching them perform, okay? So there's a couple ways to do this. Uh, Back when I was working in new home construction, they had what they called secret shoppers, which were people who would come in, pretend like they were going to be buying a home. Uh, They'd have a hidden camera on them and you'd go through the whole process and you just very naturally get to see how's this person performing, what it's like, what is it like to have a performance? And the bosses would watch this video uh, of you and you have no idea, you know, who this person is. They, you know, it could just be a a family. Sometimes usually it's multiple people that come in and they're just basically paid actors and they want to see how you're doing. Uh, you could do something like that, um, you know, with your own employees um, and have someone call and kind of go through that process and see how they're doing. Or you could simply just have them record it. Now, the danger with having someone record it, uh, their their calls is, you know, some people get really anxious and uh, don't like the, the stress and the pressure, uh, you know, of, of knowing that they're on a recording and it might change what they're doing. But what I think might be helpful is if you get people used to that by just having them record every call. Uh, so it just becomes the norm of what you're doing. Pull out random ones and listen to those and kind of take your notes on this is what is working for them. This is what is not working for them. Look at two different types of recordings. What has a deal that we've closed? Let me listen to one of those compared to a deal that we lost. Uh, and, and that way you can get some good specific uh, uh, advice for team members to give them actionable p- points to work on. Uh, but again, like people have flaws they're not always good, you know, even still today, you know, every once in a while on a do inbound demo, I've done a lot of them, but I'll start talking too fast or, you know, just doing, you know, things that, that aren't that great. And, uh, and people have off days. So it's, it's good to, uh, to give them praise where praise is due, but also give them kind of specific points to work on for this next year to really focus on a a specific action, uh, that they need to take in the sales process. So cool. Good stuff, right? Well, I think that's helpful. Um, if you guys have any other suggestions or specific questions, feedback, feel free to shoot it over to us. Leave it uh, in the show notes at doingbound.com slash sales journey. We appreciate you guys listening to this episode. It's always fun to uh, to get to chat with you on a weekly basis. Next week, we're going to hit on, uh, I guess, kind of the reason behind getting your agency sales team involved in content creation, but try and give you guys some ammo and some resources if you have brought on a salesperson or you run a sales team and they're not super involved right now in creating content, um, why that's important. And then um, here in the coming weeks, we're also going to be diving into how exactly to uh, to give them the ammo and the, the process to help them do that and do it well. So we will talk to you guys next week. Until then, keep moving forward. 
Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.